Welcome back to the Gotta Be Good Pod. A little different today. We don't got big ass mics in front of us. We're running right a little about late. It, honestly, I feel very odd. It feels <laughs> like we're not recording. Normally, I'm sitting here just playing with my mic the whole time. No headphones. Yeah. Yeah. But we got Riley Madden on the pod today. Thanks yes, for sir. Around. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. It's, it's been a while, dude. I it know. Has I been a while. I haven't seen you guys in a minute, man. I saw you guys were doing this, and I figured, hey, it's like let's give it a shot. Yeah, man. Let's see how the boys are doing. This is a Second or third application. And oh, uh, do the application. Yeah. Nice. And it all works. you people out there do it. I'm telling you it works. True. So you just hop on their Instagram, go on their bio, fill it out, they get back to you. Yeah. But we got new camera, new equipment. We're going wireless now. And he is the first one to experience that. We're gonna hopefully hope it works out. Yeah. I'm nervous about it. Cool. Like we'll right, man. Yeah. What's new, bro? Not much. Um, just moved back to Minnesota. I was living out in uh, the Outer Banks, actually, in North Carolina with one of my boys I was in the Army with. It was dope. I uh, loved out there. It's got, like, great weather. Like, yeah. Great, great women, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, some family stuff brought me back to Minnesota. So here I am. Um, Fuck, I don't know, I haven't seen you guys in so long. I feel like I talked like for hours about shit. Five, yeah. at um, least five years. I think, I think since, yeah, I think the last time I saw you, I was still in the Army. Yeah. Which was, were. I got out in 2019. And then, so, so, like, four years. It's, uh, it was at a New Year's party. Yeah, take Cruz. Dude, that was the last I night. I might have been 21 or 22. That was the last night I drank, actually. Dang. Yeah, that's the last, that, that's the last time I've drank. That's was crazy. That night. You wake up that morning, you're just like, never again or what? Dude, it was that night, actually. I was just sitting there, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I, I, don't, I don't know. It was like something clicked in my head, and I just uh, didn't want to. I haven't had drop of alcohol since it's exhausting let's be honest dude like when you wake up in the morning and you're just like and you like check your phone and you're like yo do you remember the fuck you did last night and you're like no i like, want you to <laughs> unreply to snapchats from a bunch of good looking women i, I know. probably did something really stupid literally or you fight somebody and you don't even remember dude like i think that night is when i fought when I knocked him out in Tanner's driveway. You did that? Yeah, that was me. When I like broke his, yeah, that was me. Oh, oh yeah, wait, yeah. that was. That was me. That's kind of Dallas funny. Dallas is here. Should I go let him in? I got it. Okay, so we know you obviously because you grew up in Andover. Did you always live in Andover then? Or? Yeah, yeah, Um, I was born. Born here in Fridley actually. You need hospital people? You need, let's go. Um, And then I went to Rum River. Uh, Oakview and then Andover, yeah. So I've been in Andover my whole life, yeah. For sure. Born and raised. Um, and then you grew up playing hockey, uh, didn't you? Yeah, hockey and then uh, lacrosse, actually. So yeah, those we, are like my. I think we played Lexer for a little bit, but I was trashed and I only <laughs> played for like a year and a half or something like that. Yeah, I like, see, I wasn't that good at hockey. I was pretty mediocre. I was really good at lacrosse. Um, I think the opposite for me, but. Rum River. Rum River, yes, sir. Do the Wolves, let's go. <laughs> Go Wolves, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, no, lacrosse was dope. I just, like, I had offers. I was on Team Minnesota and Minnesota Chill and stuff, and nice. I had offers for schools, but I just, my heart wasn't into it, you know? You're a long pole, weren't you? Yes, sir. Me too. Let's yeah, go. That's what I'm saying, bro. But yeah, it just, uh, I don't know. I was, I was at a point, I mean, I was 17. And you get burnt out. You do. Sport, especially if you play it year round and shit. Yeah, like and like, I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. You know what I mean? Because you're getting into high school, I'm like, I just want to party, dude. That's what I, was, dude, that's all, I, <laughs> I mean, want to talk to chicks. Yeah. Well, we were kind of in, like, that same party group, you know? So, mm -hmm. like, we were always at parties together oh. and stuff. Like, Do you remember when we went? I don't know if you remember this, but we rode in a female's van together to a, a high school football game, and we all got <laughs> shamacked before. <laughs> yeah, dude. Was I there? Do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. I, Was no. I there? I don't think so. No. You remember? You might have been there when the same... Same situation when I threw up in Joe's house, like walking out the door. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was yep. like, I'm not gonna throw up. Open the door! <laughs> Just right, right as we opened the door, I was throwing up. Yeah, I remember there was there was one night. I think we we're at uh, Muhammad's house, 
And we were uh, we were all in the tree. You know, a big ass tree he had. In I think I know what you're talking about. We used yeah. to have like hell bonfires there. And yeah, stuff. yeah. And uh, we all like climbed up there, and I just remember uh, someone fell out of it. And then that same night was when Mock and Grubner jumped across the fire. I was there. For yeah. That. And then I saw. That. I didn't. Oh, I dude, there, that, that was some of the funniest shit. Like they literally were like, "I'm gonna run across the fire and jump over." Yeah, me too. But they went at the same time. <laughs> And literally, whose whose tooth went into whose head? Grubner's tooth went into Mox's Mox head. head yeah, Ooh. and it just like bent it. Oh, dude, it was so funny. Um, so then, <laughs> did you go to school or anything like that, or did you hop right into the military? Right into the military, man. Um, I enlisted actually my senior year, so I was full time at Step. But you grad, you guys were already graduated. I was a right? year above, above. you. I'm I was 2015, 16. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 14. Shout 14. out Step too. Step was. I'm saying so fun. The best. So my, I was full time Step my senior year, so I wasn't even at Andover. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was there, I, I, I knew I was going to join the military. My plan mm-hmm. was go to college, play lacrosse, go join, then be an officer. You know, join the army and then do that. But my heart wasn't in it, and I was just like, you know. I just, I, I'm going to join the army. I come from a whole lineage, bro. Like my, both my grandpas were SEALs. My dad was a pararescueman in the Air Force. My brother was a ranger. So I was like, I just want to go kick indoors. And you have an <laughs> older brother then? Yeah, he's my half brother. Okay. Yeah, same dad, different mom. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any legit siblings. They're all half. Yeah. yeah There's like seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I enlisted in the army. And then I was actually, I turned 18 at basic, actually. Nice. Yeah. Hello, what was, uh... So you were a sniper? I was in a, oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. so I was an infantryman. My title was infantry. Okay. But I was, in a, I was in a sniper platoon, sniper school, and all that stuff. So, like, my whole time in the Army, I was in, like, we called it a recon platoon. But I was in a sniper reconnaissance platoon, yeah. Was that pretty extensive as far as training compared to most? Um, yes and no. So, how it breaks down is, so... I went to I went to basic uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. Then I got stationed Fort Carson, Colorado. It's in Colorado Springs. I got to my unit, and um, they were basically just like, "Hey, man, you're a really good shooter." Um, I got a, it's called an Army Achievement Medal, an AAM is what we call them. Nice. Um, I for shooting expert in like every weapon we went to the range for, and they're like, "You should try out for scouts." And I was like, "Man, like fuck scouts. I don't want to go to scouts. Like I love my platoon right now. Like this yeah. is dope." And then. Uh, and then they did the tryouts, and I was really kicking myself in the ass. I was still a private at the time, you know, that I didn't do it. Right. And then they were, they needed a few more people, and a few of my boys that I was, was in my company before they went there was like, hey, man, we're recommending you to come to Scouts. And I was like, all right. And one day, it was after PT, you, we work out in the morning. I'm fucking changing, first arm walks in, and he was like, this first Sergeant Choi, man, this motherfucker, he's like five foot two, I think like Filipino guy. Is he an asshole? No, he was dope he's as dope. shit. Right. But he was one of the scariest people I've met in my life. He's actually in Delta now. I dope. think or he was like dope but scary. Yeah, literally. Dude's like, uh, you can look him up, his name's uh, Christopher Choi. He's got a whole story of how he won a silver star in like Iraq. Fucking nuts. Dude's yeah. like straight up savage. But he walks in, he's like, Madden, where the fuck are you? And I run over there and I'm like, first art, and he's like Pack your fucking shit. You're going to scouts. And I was like, all right, bet. So packed my shit up, walked down the hallway. I was in platoon and just got right to training. Um, but the training, like, it's definitely so, like, the scout platoon, it's the best of the best within your infantry battalion. So it, we're only a 20-man platoon. So, like, very small. Whereas, like, a normal platoon is, like, 30 to 40 people. So, like, we are real small, real tight, super close. So, like... We were out. We were out doing lots of training all the time, man. And like it was, it was strenuous. Like uh, to stay in the platoon, you had to pass your physical fitness test with. Uh, they base it off a 300 score. You have to do 270 or higher to stay in the platoon. You have to have a certain score on your ASVAB, which is like the SATs for the military. I'm that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so like you have to have a certain score to be in there and stuff. So like, it's definitely a little harder to get into, but it's not like unattainable. Um. But, I mean, yeah, I was, fuck, I was in that platoon for my whole time in the Army. Were you Marines or Army? Army. Okay. Army, yep. Um, no Marine Corps for me, man. The, uh, believe it or not, Marine Corps, they haven't really deployed since, like, 2012. They didn't really, they don't really do anything anymore, and I, I wanted, dude, I was like, I want to so go. So you, like, toured then? Yeah, yeah, I was in Afghanistan. Okay. Yep. 
Just oh, once? Just once. Yeah, just well, once. What's it like being overseas like that? So it's actually, it's crazy, dude. Like, I remember getting off the plane. So you take, I went from Colorado Springs where I was stationed. We went to Newark, uh, which is New Jersey. And then from Jersey, we went to Germany on my way out there. And then we stopped in Kuwait. We had a layover in Kuwait for about a week. And then you hop on like a C-130. And then you go into Afghanistan. Um, I remember getting off the plane. Uh, you, dude, you got like these big green duffel bags with all your shit in it that you bring over there. And this truck pulls up to like our barracks. You know, we get off. We're at the airport. We shuttle over. We get our, uh, they call it force pro ammo. It's force protection. So whenever you walk around on base, you're carrying your rifle with like a, a magazine and everything just in case. And um, we get all that stuff. And I remember we're going back to the barrack, like to where we're going to be living for the next nine months. And the truck pulls up to drop off our shit. And all of a sudden, so we would get rocketed a lot. They would, they would basically build these big dirt mounds, right? With rockets on them. And they would like position them and they would take, dude, Taliban, these motherfuckers are smart, dude. Like yeah. they would literally take like a, a rocket and like build a mound of sand and like aim it at the base, yeah. put it on a timer and then walk away. And then it goes off and then, you know, hits your base, whatever. So my first like hour in Afghanistan, I remember I'm just like, <laughs> we're there. All of a sudden we're loading our trucks off and then they have these alarms. So they have these like detection systems where they, they can, can like detect the coming. Exactly. Basically. And yeah. it's Some like UAV type shit. Kind of, yeah, kind of. radar. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. But it'll, all of a sudden you hear incoming, incoming, incoming. And I'm, dude, I've never been in country before. This is, you know, I'm, I'm here for an hour. And then I'm like, the fuck is it like, what? And then my platoon sergeant, he's, dude's like a seasoned ranger bat guy. Yeah. He's got like two purple hearts, silver, still like, dude's just, he's, he's like the best, one of like the best NCOs in the army. First sergeant, uh, first sergeant now? Yeah, first sergeant Martinez, you're watching. Much love, man. But, uh. Yeah, it's like he grabs me and like we hit the ground and all of a sudden 200 meters away, boom! And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what if I was right there? Literally. Well, and I don't. It was. It wasn't even that. It was like, I just got here. Like we're in the shit now. Like so yeah, I was yeah. like, I've been here for a fucking hour, yeah. and this is how this is gonna go. And I was like, what the fuck, man? So like, our, we load our bags off and like I get in my room. About 20 minutes later, fuck another one, and I'm just sitting there and I I remember going through my head all at that moment everyone they they'll, they'll say they're a tough guy oh when i first got in combat i, I was never scared but Bullshit. like yeah I, I i didn't freeze up or anything but like i was scared man in the back yeah. of my head i was like what the fuck am i what did i get myself into right and that was just my first day but i mean it's fucking it was crazy man it was how it, long were you there nine months um, is that like a normal tour time yeah yeah okay. yeah so after i want to say like 2012 they used to do 15 month rotations oh damn yeah and then uh they they dropped them down to nine so uh mine was nine months so i that's pretty pretty standard nine gotcha. months uh, a lot of guys they'll go to africa for like six months for sure so um that's more of like a uh like a UNICEF deployment or whatever you want to call it. Like, uh, like you're just helping out locals and stuff. Nothing, yeah. not in like a combat zone technically, but yeah. And then what's like a, what's like a week, like schedule like? In the army? Tour, yeah. Um, so in Afghanistan, man, curious. life is simple, dude. I, I actually miss it quite a bit. Um, so we were on a nine day, ro nine day um, rotation. So nine days we would do a mission. So we'd, we'd hop in our trucks, go outside wire, do like, counter facilitation for the Taliban so like we would go to these villages and like talk to the locals and basically just be like hey stop working with the Taliban like we'll yeah. help you out stop helping them out or we'll go on like counter IDF which is indirect fire which is the rockets okay we'd go on like counter IDF patrols and stuff or basically we just drive around till someone shot at us and stuff like that but yeah. um it was nine days of missions so going out and doing that stuff and then three days of QRF which is quick reaction for us so in my company one platoon for three days straight you're on you're basically 911 for the rest of your company so let's say i was in first platoon second platoon's on a mission they're getting fucked up they need help they radio back to our company's like you know network and then they call us and we basically we're sleeping in bed or whatever it doesn't matter we wake up we fucking run load up the trucks and we go out there so that's what it was like um 
But typical week, it was missions or QRF. Uh, you wake up, if we had missions, we'd go on mission, uh, come back, eat, we'd work out, jerk off, go to sleep. That's literally your life, do you, man. Do you have a day off in between? No, nine months no straight, bro. Off, nine yeah. months straight, man. And dude, there was days yeah. where like, you're not, for days at a time, not sleeping. not sleeping. Like, especially, I remember on QRF, man, like, if you get indirect, which we got all the time, it was like, you're waking up and you're loading in the trucks and just waiting to see if you got to go or not. So yeah. like, there'd be times where, dude, you're sleeping for 10 minutes. Fuck you just get man. back, fucking boom, here comes another one. You got to get up and get ready again. Like, that puts you like in a weird mind space for not sleeping for that long. Oh, it does, dude. Like, but luckily, like when you're on missions, like for those nine days, you're for sure. If, everything, if everything goes right for the nine days, you're, you're eating and sleeping and working out. And like, it's so, dude, life was so simple, man. And healthy. Kind, yeah, kind Maybe of. Maybe not mentally, not but mentally like physically. Health, physically, I, physically, it was still really demanding. Um, but I mean, dude, you're walking around in 50 pounds of gear plus your weapon. And, and then what? Yeah, in so. Afghanistan's like the desert, too, right? It is. Oh, yeah. And I was in Kandahar, which is like the southernmost province of so Afghanistan. It's hot, as fuck. hot as fuck, dude. Oh, my God. I remember in the summer like july so I, I, my birthday's in july i remember it was my birthday i'm out smoking a cigarette with one of my buddies and it's midnight one in the morning i walk outside it's like 110 degrees out and it's pitch black out yeah and then 125 130 during the day like do you're walking and the tops of your ears are like burning like on fire yeah. it's so hot like were you um did you already get sober like when you got deployed yeah, so yeah. you don't you don't drink or anything. Like there's I was no... gonna ask because back in the day, didn't they used to like supply? Oh yeah, like, like Vietnam and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Vietnam and shit. I'm well, I want to back it up to your trip to yeah. Afghanistan. So yeah. like you said, you went to Germany mm-hmm. and you stopped at these places. Was was it just like you're going to a base? You're sticking there and then waiting till you go pretty you much get to explore nothing pretty much so when i was in germany like we went to newark it was basically stop to fill up the plane okay and then you load back up so like you basically get off take a piss smoke a dart if you want <laughs> like and a long then, car ride yeah exactly <laughs> i was on the plane you're on the plane on my way back i was on the plane for like 36 hours it's like it, it, Ooh, yeah rough that, but um Shit. When I was in Germany, we had a layover there for a couple hours. It was super cool because in Germany, you can still smoke inside. Right. So they have this separate part of the airport in Germany where military personnel goes. And we're all sitting in there buying fucking, you can buy a bottle of JMO you can only get in Germany and like shit like that. So people are buying those. We're buying cigarettes. Hell like yeah. I bought a carton of Lucky Strikes for like 30 bucks. And um, on, on the packaging, so you know our packaging for cigarettes here, it'll be like, warning, smoking kills. Yeah. On their packages in like Germany and like the EU, there's literally pictures like dead babies and like fucking, Damn. and like black lungs uh, on there and they're like, don't smoke, they're really you're gonna die. To smoke, but like everyone smokes, so it's really, it's really weird. But uh, Germany was cool. I mean, I didn't really get to see, I've been to Germany like outside of that, but um, that, that was cool. When I was in Kuwait, I was there for about a week. Um, I was just, we were just waiting for a flight to Afghanistan and then you hop on a military, like, see, I was on a commercial plane up until Kuwait. So once I hit Kuwait from Kuwait to Afghanistan, we hopped on a like C-130. So it's just you and all your boys. Yeah. Fully suited up on these commercial planes. Yeah, pretty much. I actually have a picture I can show you guys after too of like me and my, me and my, uh, buddy on the way back. You're you're just sitting there. Yeah. Just take the same route home then. No, actually, so that's a funnier story. So on my way home, uh, we, leave, we left Afghanistan um, a couple weeks late because when I was there, Kandahar City, um, it fell. We were, uh, we were doing a mission down there, and the whole city just went up in gunfire flames, essentially. Damn. And um, there was this huge kind of like ceasefire with the Taliban and the Afghan government. So we didn't get to leave for about two weeks after we were supposed to be out of country. So when I left, I went from Afghanistan to Kuwait again. And then we had to go to Dubai to pick up like seven guys who were in the air force. 
Dubai would be sick. It was dope. So I was in Dubai for a few hours. They let us out and like, dude, Dubai was fucking crazy. Yeah. Just from what I saw from being there. Is it, it was, like Vegas, like in the desert or something? But all like, it, dude, it's like Vegas. A bigger on, desert? It's like, like Vegas on steroids. Yeah. Cause like the richest people in the world live there. Yeah. Like, so dude, the it was like, Khalifa, man. bro, I saw it nuts. The cop cars are Bugattis, Ferraris yeah. and shit. Like, it looks like a GTA game. Literally. It looks like a GTA server. <laughs> yeah. It's not even funny, man. But like, so we stop in Dubai to pick up like seven dudes who are in the Air Force. And then we, uh, we go to Ireland from uh, Dubai. Ireland was dope, dude. Ireland's so sick. If you guys ever get a chance. I would go to Ireland for yeah. sure. Dude, we, uh, I don't me, think I'm Irish, but whatever. Dude, I am, I think. Bro, we, uh, we went there on leave one time. We got kicked out of the Guinness factory. We, we toured <laughs> the Guinness, like uh, whatever, brewery. Like the, and we were fucking up under like the spouts because you know they got the spouts you can get from from the. <laughs> yeah. We were up under there doing that and like they were just they were the workers were agging us on, but then I guess one of the head brewmasters saw us and he was like cut that shit. And then I was with uh, the Irish military, so oh. yeah, we just kept drinking that wait, night. Wait. <laughs> so oh, that's why I asked earlier. So yeah. you weren't sober yet. No, no, not okay. yet. Yeah, no, I just, I got that's, that's what I, was I got sober uh, the first January first of twenty twenty. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, you got to be sober to go though right well we all drank but like you just don't drink when you're well, over there. on your way there you know it's a little more strict oh dude on my way there i was drunk so i was the night before we were drinking probably till four in the morning and then we left at five to go to the airport yeah i was drunk until i got to germany like I was hammered until I got to Germany, dude. So just load up. And then Everyone load. does, dude. It's so <laughs> yeah. funny. It's like I'm not probably going to get loaded yeah. in well, like nine like, months. And that could be, you could die over there. You know, right. that's a real thing. It might be your last time. It might be your hammered. last time getting drunk with your boys. So like we just, uh, dude, I, do you guys know Steel Reserves? They're, I don't, bit, yeah. those big, yeah. nasty fucking dude, like uh, malt liquor, like 40 ounce. Yeah, I drank a few of those and I was so sick on the plane and everything. But I mean, I imagine so. it's a memory, but. Yeah. I had a couple buddies in my platoon while we were over there. Their parents sent them like whiskey in a Listerine bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they get um, sneaky, dude. Afghan Kush mountains—that's a real thing. Uh, there's there's dude, there's Kush everywhere and heroin. I heard the best weed in the world is growing in Afghanistan. It is 100, percent dude. Those dudes are high as fuck 24/7. But they're smart. Not real. Like no. they're they're smart when it comes to like combat stuff, like smart. general education. Yeah. Like they're they're dumb. And then. How often were you were you firing your gun actually a lot over there then or yeah yeah all the time all the time all the time dude all the time every I remember the first time I got shot at it was it was kind of funny we uh we got we got word there was like my platoon was on a mission man and uh, there was like five of us hanging five ten of us hanging back my platoon sergeant fucking kicks in the door he's like Madden you in here I'm like yeah. And he goes, get your fucking shit on. And I'm like, all right. So I throw my shit on, and they're, we hopped in a truck. They're called Tatas. They're like little Toyota so Tacomas. Tatas. They're, called, they're literally called Tatas. Like, they're like these little Toyota diesel, Tacomas, diesel stick shift Toyotas, and they fucking rip, by the way. Yeah. But there's three people in the front, and there's like the five of us in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And he goes, there's a guy apparently making like a suicide vest in here. He's in these abandoned barracks on the Afghan controlled part of the base. Like we got to go fucking check it out. So we end up going to this old air force barracks and I'm not even kidding dude. There's like 300 rooms. It's like three stories. So room by room. Oh, you got to clear all of them. Clear all of them. Like 10 of us that we broke up into three man teams and we're fucking just going section by section, floor by floor. And we, we get done clearing everything and we hop outside and we're looking at the Afghan control part of the base. There's like a school and shit there. And Afghans, the like Taliban, they would hide in like schools and shit because we, we don't shoot at schools. Right, because we're or, American. Exactly, and like you just don't want to kill innocent kids who are trying to learn. Right. So they, a lot of the times they would hide in places or put like literally put their wives in front of them and shoot at you. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. it's wild. And... Like, I remember we're sitting there, helmets off, we're just kind of talking, we're overlooking, like, where this guy could have went. We're like, we're going to hold down sectors and kind of see, hang out for a while. We're sitting there all of a sudden just, snap, snap. And, like, dude, I'm talking maybe a foot above my head, and I'm standing next to my buddy. And I remember 
I did like the SpongeBob caveman <laughs> meme. You know, where like yeah. <laughs> I sat there, I looked at him and he looked at me and my platoon sergeant. He's like, get the fuck down, get the fuck down. So like we're all we have nowhere to hide. We're hiding behind these little like two by fours, but they're made of like cinder block. Yeah. yeah. So we're all sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? And like we we get, you know, a positive ID that was coming from the school, so we're like, fuck. So we're basically just sitting there and they're just poking shots at us, but that's how you know you're built for the military, he says. First time I got shot, it was actually a pretty funny story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, dude, because, like, dude, the look, it was the look on all of our faces, because this was super early in deployment. So, like, the people who, like, hadn't deployed, like, yeah. we, we called, they called us cherries. So they all, like, they're all fucking, you know, like, hitting the, the deck the and shit. Pop. Yeah, yeah, we popped that. And then pop, literally, pop, pop. and we're sitting there, and we're, like, looking at each other, and they're like, get the fuck down, like, idiots. Like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh. <laughs> it's Call of Duty, man. Literally, in real life. Quick scope and back. <laughs> and then what was your favorite place like you traveled to while you were on tour then? Um probably Dubai. Dubai. Even though I wasn't dude, I wish I could have been there for I was in Australia actually for about a month. I would live in Australia for sure. Dude, the weather, the women. I cannot emphasize like emphasize the second uh-huh. one enough. The women. My God. Like, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, dude. we're coming soon. I've been saying, I, I want to, like, illegally immigrate to Australia, dude. Like, <laughs> I want to just get on a plane and just, like, hop off and never come, like, change my name. I don't know how, but just do it. Like, fuck I mean, it. People do it all the time. Well, I'm, a, I'm a refugee, dude. I don't know. Like, figure it out. But Australia's sick, man. Um, I think that was my favorite place, hands down. Gotcha, I loved gotcha. it there. That was so much fun. I was, I think I was drunk for, like, a month straight when I was in Australia, dude. I was drinking a Foster's. That's like the Australian local beer. And I was with the Aussie military, dude. We were. What was it like coming back then? Like coming back home? Oh, dude. I'm uh, probably one of the hardest. I'd say from 2019 to like early 2020. uh, Not even. I'd even stay still now. Not as bad. But coming back, easily one of the hardest things I've gone through. And I'm still going through. Um, So I had about a year left in the Army when I got back from Afghanistan and it wasn't that bad. Cause I was with my, you had your boys, right? You know? Like you're around the homies, like your mind's occupied, you're doing your fucking training and stuff. So like, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But when I got out was when shit like went all the way sideways, dude. Um, remember I got out, I moved back in with my dad, uh, for like six months just to like, you know, get established, get a job, get back on my feet. And, um, I remember I had my first panic attack and it's been my only one and it was like the scariest thing like ever dude like i thought i was dying like it, my anxiety it was out of nowhere it just hit you it just hit me like i didn't have my friends like i felt lost you know you go to war with these people and they know you better than anyone else like they're like your family but like your family doesn't even know you like these people know you yeah. and you basically like you just lose that it's like all of a sudden the people you fought and like you know, what it died for mm-hmm. and that, you know, your buddies that you did watch die, like all that's just gone. Yeah. And they don't, the military is so bad at transitioning like veterans out of the military. And it's just like, it is what it is. Go back to normal. Pretty much. And like the thing with us is it's like, we're like a lot of like that your infantry special forces guys is it's like, we're fucking war fighters. Like what we were good at and what we do doesn't translate to the civilian it's a real world. world. Yeah. And it's like, I got out and I felt like I had no purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Like I Plus just, you're young too. And like, yeah, I was, I was a uh, 20, I was 19, yeah. 20 when I was in Afghanistan, man, I was 19 turned 20. Like I'm it's a like, kid. I'd say like in high school too, like you have a lot of, a lot of friends, at least I did. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, and I'm sure like when you came back home, like you realized I don't really have, that many friends well yeah and it was crazy uh you remember kevin Sheffweister? i do so kevin still this day uh i hang he's like one of my best friends he's uh, uh he's he police now, now? Yeah, yeah and uh for metro transit actually nice um when i was over there he was the only one of my friends that texted me every day to make sure i was good right only one man and it, that shit hurt because like i thought i had he's wh- hilarious dude he dude. is he'll, kevin's he'll, the best he'll keep bro. a smile on your face he will he's the best i would like to, you still hang out with him a lot all the time dude dude we should all hang out sometime yeah you like pho vietnamese too? i've never tried it but i will try it okay we got a place in blaine we could all meet up one weekend and go and get some pho what's it called yeah. yes sir he's on it yep but uh yeah um he was the only one I had, and, you know, it's, 
you just realize you're like, damn, well, like, it's like people are growing up and they have their own lives and mm -hmm. it sucks, but it it's just part of growing up, it unfortunately. Is. Yeah. But I'm sure with being in the military just makes it that much harder. Also. It did. It was, Cause it was like, you know, you're around all your friends all the time. And it was like the second you leave, you're just like, you're some memory, yeah. you know? To me, yeah, like, just thinking about it, if I had a friend who went and got deployed, like, I have had some friends, like, in basic and stuff, but mm -hmm. never, I don't think they ever got deployed. Yeah. But, so, if that ever happened, I, to me, it, it wouldn't feel probably as much as it does for you when you're actually deployed. It feels, it feels like it would feel normal for me. Yeah indifferent for you for sure so like for me it feels like i could still contact you whenever and hit you up and yeah. you reply yep and it's not like you're gone yeah exactly so i can see where like a lot of people didn't hit yeah. you up because it's like oh to he'll be back normal. soon yeah. you know exactly yeah he'll be back soon mm -hmm. but then there is like the thought of what if he doesn't come back exactly yeah, you know, and so. you know when you're over there you don't really like my biggest support system was my dad and actually kevin so it was like you know i didn't it was like yeah i thought i had all these people that would hit me up and like check in on me but nobody man it's it hard to translate those problems to people who it is no and that's idea. the thing too is like you can't like unless you've been through it you don't understand yeah so it's like it's hard. Like, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I'm not trying to, like, victimize or anything, but um, that was definitely, like, I think that was one of the harder things for me, too. And then, like, getting out with that transition, too, uh, mental health. I, I'm a huge mental health advocate now, especially for men. Um, I wear a bracelet. I got several friends now, but uh, of my good friends that have committed suicide since uh, we've been out, and... All of them, ha it's been within the first year that they've gotten yeah, out of the military. Home, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's crazy, man, because, like, you get out and you just lose your sense of purpose, your sense of pride, camaraderie. Like, you get, in the, you get in the civilian world again and you realize that, like, you don't have your people that, like, had your back, you know, yeah. like. And, you know, you get in the real world and there's a lot of snakes and shitty fucking oh, people dude. that just want to stab you in the back. It all, and sad as it is. As you get older, it honestly doesn't really get that much better. It doesn't, dude. I have a lot of acquaintances. Yes. But I have yep. a very small group of, like, real, real. I agree. Me too, man. And it's like, it sucks because it's like, people, like, when I first got out, you know, Kruth, Tanner, obviously. Tanner's one of my boys, always has been. He got yeah, me a job yeah. at where he still works. And I worked there for three years, uh, water control. We did, like, plumbing. He's, and like, higher up now. There, yeah. He just travels and shit all the time. I mean, well, he makes seems a, like he's he hired, makes a fuckload of money, yeah. but like, yeah, he just travels and stuff all the time. Um, he got me the job there, and I remember just like sitting there being at work, and I just didn't know like, um, like what was, like what was going on, like what to even do with myself. It was just so weird. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's kind of like, what do I do now? I ended up getting fired from there actually in September. I just, dude, that I just couldn't. I I didn't mesh there. It was. It's uh, hard to go back to. Well, and the thing is, too, is, like, they, I, I, they took a lot of, like, my mom passed in 2020, and I took, like, Sorry a week. Sorry to hear that, man. Oh, it's all, all good. Uh, I took, like, two weeks off, and they were holding that shit over my head. They were holding, Which like, fucked. my mental health problems over yeah. my head, like, my anxiety. Because I would go to, th I used to go to therapy once a week, and it was, like, I did it at, like, I would, I would get off at 4.30, and I would leave at 4. Yeah. But, like, that was a problem. And, you know, yeah, just, like, shit like that. And I ended up three years, got canned, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go I North I think Carolina. a lot of companies are still, the higher-ups are the old heads that still oh, yeah. have that mentality of suck it the fuck up, turn it off. Yeah. And yeah. just do your job. Which, oh, like, dude, our, like, age group is not like that. No, and the thing is, too, is, like, our, our generation, man, like, we, we like, we, We're like. Sensitive. Sensitive. But Which isn't a bad thing. It's not, but it's also like it's really weird. It's like uh this weird medium. It's like a lot of people are overly sensitive, but then like some people just need to like Relax. suck it the fuck up. Yeah, a bit. there is sometimes where I'm like, all right, dude, you're kind of being a bit. Yeah, literally, that's how I feel too sometimes. But it's like with the with those old heads, they don't get it. And like the thing that sucks too is it's like I'm like, you never been to fucking war. Like, yeah. you don't understand what the fuck goes through my head. Right. Like, you don't know what I feel on a daily. Like, I've taken medication. I've been on meds since 2020, man. Like, I've taken meds to feel normal to yeah. like keep myself at like a normal fucking like rhythm. Why well, I drink a lot? 
And that, that's why I quit drinking. That's healthy for me. That's but. just why, that's why I quit drinking, man. Like, I was literally, like, when I got back from deployment, dude, I was, like, drinking every fucking week, weekend and doing acid because the military is a test for acid. Right. Well, I don't even think they can I don't think you can for test it, for yeah. acid. Yeah. So, like, I was doing, I was doing literally tabs, like, all weekend, drinking all Which weekend. Which can be fun for a oh, month or two. Yeah. Or then you start going a lot. But when you're doing it for eight months, yeah. eight months straight, like, not good. You might like, go a little cray cray. Yeah, literally. Um... Yeah, that was actually big. Reality is not really a thing. A anymore. thing anymore, yeah. That was actually big in the army, dude. Acid and coke. Coke's out of your system. And like, I never did coke. Good. Well, I, but uh, yeah, it was like acid and coke. Everyone, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, you, start, you said you started doing some YouTube stuff recently? Yeah, yeah. So uh, about six months ago, I started doing YouTube. Uh, it's just my name, Riley Madden. I do... Sure. Uh, I actually, this helped me with like my mental health and like getting back like to normal and finding a hobby that was healthy. Uh, fills up time and like. Exactly. Uh, keeps you keeps occupied. You busy. Yeah. It keeps your mind going. It's a lot of time. Uh, dude. Yeah. yeah. It keeps you creative too. Like, it does. You know yeah. I mean? 100%. Good, well, I think. Yeah. And I was living by myself you know, for a couple of years before I moved to North Carolina and now I love my best friend and his girlfriend. Um, but dude, there'd be times I go home from work and I would just sit in my apartment in the dark, no, just by myself. Yeah. And like, you just let your thoughts get to you. And I was yeah. like, I need to, I need to do something. I need a fucking hobby and cars. I've always been a car guy, but like cars since like 2020, I've gone through like 10 new fucking vehicles and I was, your thing. It is. And yeah. I was just like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try YouTube, see if it works. And yeah. my first video, I got 33,000 views. I'm almost at That's 500 awesome, subs dude. right now. Like, Crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Crazy. It's, been doing, it's been going really well. I haven't posted in a few months, actually, because I've just been, with the whole move back here and getting situated and everything, I've been so busy. But I'll have a new one coming out, hopefully, this weekend, actually. But yeah, I've been YouTube in. Um, it's great. I love it. It keeps me busy. That's what, what are you I'm do, down. What are you doing? Are you working on the cars? Or are you yeah, just yeah like so it's like driving them, racing them. Yeah, all of that. So like stuff I'm adding to it. So like upgrades I'm doing, like intakes, turbo stuff, like exhaust yeah. work, and then like races, drives, going to car meets. Chill. It's basically like vlogging the life of a car guy, yeah. and it's it's been going really well for. Which some I think people. would be a huge. I'm really not a car guy, but yeah, a, I, most people are. At least I've noticed. Even a lot of chicks oh, I know that are. I, yeah. I can enjoy the car vlogs. I'm not a big car guy, but like if you can, if you can dumb it down for like an average person and not just go diving deep into the mechanics of everything yeah. and just show me some sick shit show that's me the going cool on, shit, the turbos. <laughs> exactly, you know, and that's like what I try to do. Um, I, I try some to drifts. Exactly. You know? Yeah, like I try to make it enjoyable. Like yeah. I don't want to just be like. I'm not like, uh, today we're installing this part. Right. I'm more of like, uh, step one. Step one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like we don't have a script on this either. We exactly. Just yeah. Shoot the shit. That's what I, and that's what I do, man. I yeah. just film a video and then I'll set up my camera and we'll kind of, well, I'll be fucking around. We'll stop record. We'll go get food, record that too. Like I basically just take the camera with me and fucking we record and I, like, yeah. I, I used to do that, but I have a hard time like putting it together in a way where it's like interesting. I always did a bunch of edits. Like, yeah, Hella edits like sound effects, extra pictures, yeah, like all that. Shit. See, I'm like, I'm pretty good at editing, but when it comes to doing like shit like that, like I can't. I'm so bad at that. Same. He does all that. Yeah, I like. I'm just a host. I can, I can edit. I edit on iMovie. I used to do Adobe, but it was like way too fucking much for me. Do so. it on like your phone or the MacBook. Oh, I do it on my MacBook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, editing's cool. And that's another thing too. Like with editing the videos, it keeps your mind occupied. Dude, and it's a lot. It is. Like you, People you don't go understand. Through like five hours. Bro, you're like shit. For like a dude, for like a thirty-minute video. Minutes, yeah. yeah, it's like four or five hours. Yeah. And people don't get. I don't think people appreciate well, that. Well, how enough. much did? Because like, do you put? Do you mic up at all? Oh yeah. So if you got a mic and it's not connected to your mm -hmm. phone, you got to match the audio and you start doing cuts yep. and stuff. Yep. You got to rematch you know, how, audio. How long did it take you to make that three-minute vlog? Not even a three-minute vlog we did for Nolan. Um, I'd say it took me almost three hours or more. For uh, 
three minute video. Not Dude. even a three minute video. Yeah. But it's yeah. sick. I'm saying. It came out tight. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. Yeah, that one's tight. So I low key watched it like the other day still. Yeah, no, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. It, it's crazy how long that shit takes. But I enjoy doing it. And it yeah, keeps exactly. Yeah. Um, do you do any shit on TikTok? Uh, I actually, so. I can't figure out TikTok. I'm not aware of it. I, I, uh, I had a TikTok and then I deleted all my social media for a little bit and then I re downloaded it. So. I just like made a new TikTok account um, like two days ago. For sure. Yeah. Well, I've been slacking, but right. if I do some TikTok stuff, I'll follow you. Hard to do all the editing and all the socials. Them. I should probably do more. Well, yeah, dude. So yeah. you're doing YouTube edits and stuff, but then also once I get done with the YouTube edit, now I got to do Instagram, TikTok. TikTok yeah. Do all the promotional stuff. Some, yep. Um, yeah, all the promotions. Stuff. Yeah, on our Twitter. He does Twitter stuff. Oh, I could yeah. be Bad posting shit. On <laughs> I got Twitter like thirty too, followers. But... Fuck it. <laughs> well, TikTok, TikTok's super easy to grow. Yeah, I just it's well, like dude, you just got to be too consistent. It's too consistent for me. But I mean, I, you post I a stupid it. video and eight hundred people. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of tight. Or you can yeah. you can post a fucking video of like. Oh, dude, that lightning's crazy, and it's Lightning McQueen, and you got two million likes. Bro, like, like stupid, bro. Ass, like, stupid. <laughs> shit. I just watched all three car movies last. They're night. great, car, dude. I love that movie, but I hate cars. Isn't that odd? Not like, really. I'm not dude, a car guy, but the cars. Yeah, I do too. Like one, two, and three. All the plots, the fucking storyline. They're fantastic. Fire, dude. Yeah, like, the last one. Can, Hooked you out of nowhere. Yeah, with some I've even shit. seen. I, I like, think I'm only seen the first. Wow, maybe dude, one. are they gonna go for a four now? I hope so. That'd be That'd sick. Be so I sick. know. I was like, uh, they should make. The, they should just keep going. They kept the same graphics. Yeah, and everything, stuff. dude. Like nothing looks changed. You know how Toy Story. They. I uh, love they like, Toy Story. I love it, but the graphics yeah. and stuff. They. It they, feels. It, it the dynamic better. feels different. Yeah. The it technology feel like the yeah you know well, what I mean? the technology got better from '98 till yeah. whenever they quit making. It's those. a little too real for me, but the Cars movie is still cartoony. <laughs> In fact, so dude, right. my it's girlfriend, sick. well, my ex now actually. Um, oh, we can talk about that. Ooh. Oh, we can, yeah. Um, she hated animated movies. Get at him. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, how the fuck do you not like watching animated movies? I tried watching Shrek with her. Shot I love down. Shrek, dude. I'm fucking saying, like, in every animated movie we grew up on as kids, she was like, no, I don't want to watch it. It's animated. And I was like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, who doesn't? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, your childhood? A Disney movie every once in a while is... Like, dude, it, it hits it, right. It, it's I'm saying, dude. It hits right. But yeah, I was just... I, I don't know, man. I... Uh, that's so. You guys want to get into that? We can get into that. I'm about yeah. my relationship. That's up to you. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Um, wanna... I think it'll help. I mean, I'm I'm pretty big on mental health stuff, you know. So yeah, I think it'll help a lot of guys well. that are put in a situation where they don't know exactly where they might want to go. Um, I mean, so I was with her for a few months. Um, went soup was going super well at first, you know, like they do normally. And then all it always of, starts out good, man. Yeah, always. For the most part. It, yeah, and it, it usually starts off good, you know, like no issues or whatever. And then um, it just, all of a sudden, it was like this distance started coming. Like she would open my Snapchats and my texts, not reply for Which like all chill. day. But she's on fucking TikTok, active and shit. And like, I don't really care. I don't need to text someone all fucking day. That shit kind of makes more of me, a Snapchat guy. I like, well, like, I, I like, I kind of cringe at like constant communication with like my. I just got to do it. Do yeah, you? Hey, hey, teach your own, man. Like, my relationship, it's. I, I don't think I talked to her since four today. Well, yeah, it's or three. Bro, or something. I just talked to like, my ex. But it just, it just ends. On Snapchat, no. text. I'd poke her on Facebook. <laughs> oh my send God. Send her Twitter dude. shit. Yeah, Instagram that's why shit. you hate each other we got we don't hate each other well you did at the time <laughs> you lived with each other and you had five other com different communications yeah. with each well other. now we live together but so it was long distance for a while were so. you are you with callie still nope oh i'm sorry if i thought of bad water or something dude yeah good. that's the last i remember was no we're still like it was a clean break oh word we're still like cordial 
Yeah, yeah, that's dope though. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. But you got it. There's got to be a balance. There, life, exactly. Life. Give each other some space to breathe. A you need yeah. a balance with everything in life. Yeah. And if you can't do that for your relationship, like mm -hmm. it. Ah, uh, she texted me like eight times in a row today. Yeah. And it was all, like it could have been said in one sentence, but it was just dumb stuff. Like. Yeah, it I was just some, it, but then I forget. It was like, just oh, oh you me too. I, I guess it too. wasn't dumb. It was some gushy mushy stuff. Yeah, and I, I like opened it while I was working, and just totally forgot about it because it was a lot. So I would have replied a lot. Yeah. So I just put it down for a second, and then like two hours later, she's like, My "Do you want to come with me to this place later tonight?" Like completely yeah. just ignored that I didn't. Messenger. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. She didn't call you like tweaking out. Yeah. No. Like, well, Mike. Yeah. There's a. It's all about the communication. And the I balance. trust her. Yep. And she trusts me. Oh. So if I'm not but texting, you know, we kind of cut you off. No, you're good. It, you're it, good. Got, it got distant. Yeah. It, but like you know, and that communication, like Tony was saying, like mm -hmm. you, we had that balance. Like I'm at work. I'm not gonna be able to text you all the time. But like she would still snap me and shit, like in a yeah. timely manner. But like. It was going on for, like, I did, like, the three-day thing. And I recommend this for, like, you guys or girls who are in, like, a, like where you don't know if this person wants to be with you or not. Give them three days. Don't text them first. Don't send them fucking memes. Don't snap them. Nothing. Don't initiate anything cute shit. for three days. And if they don't hit you back up, they obviously don't want to be with you. And for birth, a lot of people don't want to be with me. <laughs> That rule can be used for a lot of things. Too. Friendship, dude. There's tons of shit. Like man. when you're mad. Yeah. Or if you think you want something. Three. Yeah, dude. Wait. Yeah, exactly. Three days, two dude. Hour rule. And you know, we celebrated her birthday on Monday, actually. And oh, so you guys like just broke uh, up. To this morning? I I broke up Ooh. with her this morning. Yeah, but uh, so Tuesday I get a text from a random number. Basically saying like, hey man, your girl's cheating on you, like with me, like crazy fuck. shit. So I, I would never do that. No, no, fuck no. That's tough. So I screenshot it and send it to her and like we talk about it and she's like, oh, you know, like you trust me, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, but like this is kind of fucking weird. Like, and cause I was like, well, like her actions were, cause I've been in three relationships now. I've been cheated on in all three of them. Fuck dude. So, like, her actions were matching, like, what my past two relationships were doing. Like, you know yeah. the signs. Oh, yeah. Taking, dude, her phone doesn't leave her fucking hand. Like, she, like, you don't, you barely have sex anymore. Like, you know, she's always fucking, Damn, like. Did I get cheated on? Quiet. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, like, yeah, she, like, know. when you're with them, it's Got like they don't even want to be with about. you. Yeah, like, it was just getting really obvious, and I was getting really annoyed. And it turned into this whole fucking deal. And I found out she still had previous hookups on, on Snapchat that she was talking to, exes, like the whole shebang. I found out she used to do fucking OnlyFans, which is like an immediate no for me. I don't know if I'd mind it. I hate it, dude. I, Fuck I, that. I don't care for Get it. Get that bad, girl. They, I can't, I can't <laughs> I, be with like, a girl. I don't want to work. I can't be with a girl who's like, who's like... I, and I have no, I have nothing against Depends people. Depends on what goes it. on the OnlyFans. Also, that's also valid. But no. like, she was posting like some heinous shit. Well, like. so from my perspective, I used to do photography and stuff. And like, I, if I was the one taking the pictures and putting it up myself. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because. I agree. It, like, a uh, I would want to become the manager in this situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I run the page, I Get talk to bag. the dudes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that. That's smart. But, like, she was just doing that, and, like, I don't like that shit, it's man. It's a money thing for me. I get it. <laughs> but, like, I don't want to be with a girl, and I'm walking in public, and some I, guy's yeah. like, hey, look, I got your girlfriend. I just jerked it to your girlfriend. I just jerked off to your girlfriend. Here's <laughs> her really. naked on my phone. Like, I... Literally, <laughs> no, yeah. I, I just I see your girlfriend's vagina for like four dollars a month, but you pay up for all the dates and shit. So I'm paying less money to see your girlfriend naked than you are. Okay, it might be an age thing too, because there was a point where I was very, I would get really jealous over nothing. Same. Like yeah. when I was like twenty two, twenty three ish, and then. I got like 24, 25. Like, yeah. I, 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 would I, I used to love so it. Easy. Like, when yeah. I hit like 24, guys would like talk to my girlfriend at the bar. I'd be like, yeah, I get it. I don't, yeah. Not, yeah. I don't care. See, I'm, I trust her. I'm the like, same so way. Whatever. I was the same way with her. She had my full trust. And then I got that text. Like, I'm not, 
I don't. I know what I bring to the table. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like you, you don't you know what you're worth. You don't want to be with me. That's on you. I don't give a shit. Like. Right. And I met her on Hinge. Like I'm done using dating apps, by the way. Fuck dating apps. Shit's Hinge worth. is low key kind of tight. It, it, I thought it was until this scenario, but yeah, um, yeah. I was just like, I it turned into a whole thing, and she. I found out about all that, and I was like, yo, I was like, I can't tell you what to do because I'm not your fucking dad, but like, I'm not comfortable with yeah. you having exes and hookups on there that you still talk to like actively like that's fucked up i think in any relationship that's so fucked or up. like when a girl a keeps, no for me when yeah a girl keeps like a piece of clothing that the dude used to like own that, that well the way i look at it crazy. is it's I like, like <laughs> fucking burn that shit now the way i look at it is it's like you you have this roster like if you were actually like committed to me and you wanted to be with me you wouldn't be having people from the past on like your roster just in case right. shit goes wrong you can go right back to him and get some quick dick that's why i look at it and yeah. like she just turned 22 and i'm stupid i need to date older women because like dude i've kind of been on that wave bro i'm i was dating a chick who's like 33 i was dating she was 31 it was f- it's fucking awesome isn't it Kind of. I thought, it, did she try treating you like she was your mom? She did. We only dated for like two, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why my relationship was like, ended too. She was like getting really too into it. Yeah. And I was like, but I think she was a mom too. And like, she's just been through Word, it. So she's yeah. like, I don't have time to date. Like, you're either like in it or, in or not. you're not. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. See, that's what happened to me though too. It was like, it started off really good. And like, think with like girls in like their 30s. She was like, pay for me. Yeah. Well, and like, they, dude. I don't know what it is about girls in their 30s. They just want to fuck all the time. Right. <laughs> like, and like, you get like the girls, you know, who are like our age, and it's like. You gotta work for it. You get, yeah, you gotta like. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. But like. Well, dude, they think they're fucking entitled, and they're like. Show they're me God's gift to Earth. You need but, to show yeah. me attention. You need to show, you need to prove it in. Yeah. But like, but like girls when they're 30, dude, and if you're with them, they're just like, dude, they're throwing it at you 24 you know 7, bro. You know what, boys? It's fucking 2023. It's time to <laughs> time to switch the roles here. Yes, sir. We hold the they game. need to take us out on dates. They, they, yeah. They need playing, to pay for our we're dates. Playing hard to we're get playing hard to get for the rest of the decade. So you said, uh, let's go. You might move to Vegas. Yeah. Um, Woo! I'm saying. Sorry. Vegas, Yo, I got my <laughs> Vegas slots. Yeah, yes, you do all down there, like, yeah. Blah, dude, I'll do it. Yeah, my, uh, my dad, so the reason I came back to Minnesota from North Carolina, my dad, uh, when I was on deployment, actually, he had prostate cancer. I didn't know about it. Man. He didn't tell me until I got back. Probably for the best. Yeah, because I, I would have freaked the fuck right. out. Um, and I needed to be on my game over there. Yeah. But I came back. It was Thanksgiving Day. We're eating at a Waffle House, which is, like, my favorite place ever. I don't think I've ever been to Waffle House. Yeah. All right, closest one's Kansas so City. Six six hour drive. You guys get bored one weekend, take a roadie to Kansas City, get Waffle House and get barbecue. KU. You, you won't regret <laughs> it. Promise. But um Delta Sigma Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um so I I came back, uh, there was another potential scare with the cancer or something. So I came back just to be close. And um when he retires, he's already got a house out there. And I, I fucking love it there. You think you would just move in first? I'd probably, um, I'm actually, so I'm working as a mechanic right now, but I'm going to school to be an electrician. Um, I'm trying to get my uh, union electrician. Where are you going? Dunwoody or something? Yeah. So once, yes, sir. So (laughs) once I do that, um, once I get done doing that, I'm probably going to go head out to Vegas or once I get my apprenticeship all like good, I'll head out to Vegas once my dad gets out there. Then, uh, well, dude, good weather. There's always shit to do. And I'm a car guy, no winter. So car season all year round. And once you got that Dunwoody on your record, Mm -hmm. you're going to be getting a job wherever you apply. Well, and the thing is no state income tax. Girls come in from vacay and girls that live there. So it's like, my big thing, it's no state income tax. That is huge. Yeah. That's fucking dope. I yeah, mean, my taxes are in today. Mm. <laughs> oh, I need to do mine actually now. Fuck that. You guys are just thinking about doing yours. I just got mine. Yeah, fuck in the, the bank IRS. Account. You know what I'm saying? Probably gonna be gone by tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> got it today, gone tomorrow. Fuck. No, I, don't, I don't get it, man. They, they tax your money you make. We've all heard a million times they tax the stuff you fucking drink, you eat, yeah. you, you drive. Yeah, I don't get how you get taxed on insurance, you get Bro. taxed on everything, man. Bro, in 1700s, we, we fought a war 
because over they tax tea, tea. Over tea. A tax man. on a fucking beverage. It's and now look at us, dude. Fucking tea party. We're getting cucked. Like, we are literally Where's just. Our war I'm at? saying, dude. <laughs> like, we're just, we're just getting war, cucked boys. by the fucking government, dude. I think it's about time. Yeah. Taxes about are time about I to be cut. Pee my pants. Cut, man. Yeah. I gotta pee so bad. My claws, bro. They Hoodie run through gotta your dog. pee. I feel like it's gonna fuck it Dang. up. Though, if I go to the bathroom. Hoodie's got his Jaws jersey on. Oh, I gotta pee bad. No, I can just cool. take it out. You guys keep it going. Yeah. When I get back, we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. With my dick. <sighs> what else you got, Tony? Anything? Me? Yeah. Oh, me yeah, of course. They'll let us back in. Jesus. So, the mental health thing. Yeah, man. I'm sure. Like, just even explaining yourself gets frustrating because nobody understands. Like, it feels probably feels like the only people you could talk to are the people who you're with, but obviously the contact isn't what it you would hope it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you just deal with that in your head and just kind of fight it? Yeah, so I, uh, I think that how, like, the whole mental health stigma is with men and men in the military. They're like, man, the flag. If you if you're in the military and like you want to go get mental help, they like won't deploy you. You're looked at as weak. You get made fun of and shit. And like, it's such a bad issue. And like, the thing is, is like, when you're struggling, you don't want to go to your boys and be like, yo, like I'm drowning. Like I want to fucking like kill myself every night. And, like, you, you're just drowning, but you don't want to call your boys because you don't want to be like, oh, damn, he's, like, being a pussy right now or whatever. And I think that's, like, the... I, I think that stigma's just got to end. Like, getting help if you're a man does not make you weak. If anything, it shows that you're strong and that, you know, you are taking a step to get better because, like, I'm so sick. I get a phone call, like, once every six months to a year. Hey, did you hear what happened with so-and-so and I'm like fuck dude like it, it, it never ends and like I uh it, it does get frustrating though because it feels like you have nobody especially if you're like a combat veteran because you're like you don't want to go to your boys because you don't want them to make fun of you or like think you're weak or anything and then it's like you can't tell your parents or like your friends because they don't understand it's also uh being a man too like we're just we're exactly. supposed to be built like that yeah like I have that problem with like I like don't feel shit like I do I just bury it down. Me, and that's my thing, And then too. I go crazy, like, after yeah. a few months. Dude, my thing, I'm trying so hard to break it. I'll bury shit down, and then, like, one day, dude, I'll be in, like, fucking Target or driving, and I just break the fuck down. I just get, like, randomly all super... Yeah. It all builds up, and then it all, like, just shoots through my brain, and I was like, that's, that's like, not a bunch of cool stuff. And yeah. I feel, like, really sad. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, for me, it's, like, I'll bottle it down, and one little thing... It'll just set it all off, and I'll just I'll just start fucking like bawling. And I don't even I'll still like hold it in. Like I'm still like I'm feeling sad, yeah. but like I, like it's really hard for me to cry. Dude, I I get it's it's really weird for me because like there's some things like that. Like like I'll snap one day. Well, not like snap, but like I'll just I'll something will happen. I'll just I'll just start crying. But then like when my mom passed away. I didn't I didn't cry. I didn't feel anything. Like when my buddies have passed away, it was the same thing. I didn't it's like a little shit, dude. Yeah, I feel it's you. so weird. I feel it. Yeah, I but I haven't cried at any funerals. Yeah, it's so weird. Like it, I just it feels like nothing to me. Exactly, that's how I am too. But then I'm driving home and it's finally quiet. Yeah. I don't I, listen to like music yep. in the car and yeah. stuff. So I'm like thinking, I'm yeah. just like, where the fuck did this just come from? Yeah, and no. Then, I, yeah, and it's hard. People probably think I'm crazy fucking well, crying well, on the road. And like being a like, <laughs> Austin was saying, being a man, dude, you're just looked at like as weak. Well, even like my dad taught me, like, he, he, there's like one thing he taught me, like, don't ever let someone see you sweat. Yeah. Like, don't, just because, like, just don't let people see you sweat. Cause then they know you're rattled. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. My, also, like, there's different scenarios when it's fine to be fucking yeah. sad or feel for sure. Well, you know? and like my dad, I mean, fucking eight year special forces veteran, just hard ass. Hard like, ass, yeah. I remember when I was going through it, I thought I could talk to him, and he basically like the boomer answer, like, I, I'm fucking losing it. I can't stop thinking about shit. Like, I don't know what to do. We'll stop thinking about it. And it's I'm just not like, that simple, bro. I fucking wish that I wish, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, it's 
I don't know. I, I, I think if you need help, man, go get it. Don't be ashamed of it. If you got people that are going to throw that shit in your face and be like, you're fucking weak, you're a pussy, or if you got, like, a, if your girlfriend, like... I think that's some high school shit, though. I really don't think anyone's going to react like that, but we think it's going to, you, you, you know? You give people the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't do that, yeah. you know? Well, you there would, are some people, for Yeah, sure. you would hope people wouldn't do that, but, you know, fuck, I've dealt with it before with people. I just... I just hope when you do reach out for help, it's you're actually reaching for help and not attention. Exactly. Yeah, that's big too. Because there's been a few times where that's happened, and that honestly is worse. I think so too. I think that's worse than anything. Like I, it, because once they reach out, you get put on this mental game where they need help. Yeah. Now you're in a different realm. Just because of what's going on with them, and then it's just not even yeah. what it was all talked up to be. Yeah, so just, the, just be I true. Mean, a lot of people, though, because so I had an aunt that passed away, like not even it was probably six months ago, and I had people that I haven't heard from in years. Yeah, reach out and I've that. never even fucking talked to you about it because in my head, it's not something you want to talk about. And no, like I'm good now. So, but even then. I never even asked you about it. I've never yeah. said a word. I don't know why, because for me, in my point of view, if I was in your shoes, mm. if I had a buddy coming over just to hang out, I don't want to talk about well, then what it feels happened. It feels forced. Exactly, yeah. And I don't want to be hanging out and feel forced. Exactly. But I do appreciate everyone that did reach out. I'm doing yeah. a lot better about it now. It'll never be the same. She's my godmother. She's gotcha. the best. I gotcha, um, yeah. But yeah, um, I would say... Yeah, the day sad. it happened, I cried. Mm-hmm. Maybe the day after, and then I actually did cry at the funeral too. But there's multiple speakers, oh, yeah. like family members speaking out. That shit gets like that shit gets tough, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, I feel like an asshole for not reaching out. But from from my perspective, you're, it's like you're good, man. Why? It's almost like if you get too many people to hit you up, it almost makes it worse. Yeah. Because you can't stop. Or just can't, literally, like, I'll get to, I'll get to a moment of like, okay, I'm, I'm fine right yeah. now. And then someone's like, yeah. Right, so like, you just dealt with this shit all day and then you hit me up to go do something and then that something turns into us talking which, which about sucks, that. Which sucks, because like, they're just trying to be nice. Yeah, do. and a lot of the time too, when you get so many, when you get flooded, it seems disingenuine. I think like, too, like, it's yeah. more of like a, I think it's more of like a. It's hard for me to text someone about a loss when they just have because I just feel like texts aren't genuine at all. Exactly. I'm yeah. more of an in person. Me too. Type of person. It's a lot easier to do in person and make it feel like it's actually real and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Or a phone call even. I I honestly think it's so weird when you haven't talked to somebody for so long and. They just reach out after something tragic or something absolutely great happens to you. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it doesn't feel genuine, like yeah. you said, you know? Right. Yeah, it, it just feels like, like oh, small talk. Yeah, almost. whatever. Thanks, man. I'm glad my fucking. See you in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad my suffering and my pain is a point of conversation for you. Right. Yeah. It almost, it's like a, ba- a backhand compliment. It is, literally, yeah. Hope you're doing good. I know we haven't talked in seven years, but sorry about that. I'm, a, I'm so sorry, yeah. but I had nothing to do with this thing, but I now feel like I need to Obligated, talk to Obligated, yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think those people who do reach out, like some of them might be genuine about it. For but, sure. Some of them, if it's on social media, it feels like it's more like an attention. Or they feel like they have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not like hating on anyone either. Like, no. But yeah. Let's be honest. I'm just spitting facts, man. Like, yeah. not everything is genuine. And no. especially I mean, when social media came around, it's like you're not supposed to be anymore. And it's more like you need to comment on this thing. Otherwise, you're not genuine anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but, like, you have no idea what I said to this person in real life. Like, nobody, nobody wished me happy birthday on Facebook, but I got so many personal texts. Here's a great, great kiss. So I, I wouldn't have even Facebook known it was ones. your fucking birthday, which is fucked up. <laughs> but I don't know anyone's birthdays. From my mom. No, not even, not even my mom. <laughs> my ex-girlfriends, which is fucking weird. 
Me too, low-key. Because, like, you're supposed to remember that shit. Well, like, 420. If it wasn't for Facebook, I would not have known it was your fucking birthday. What was it, yesterday? Two days ago? Two days ago. Wednesday. Yeah, I, I got so. fucked up. Damn, Tony. And you didn't even come out. Happy birthday, bro. Happy belated birthday, my man. Like, Thanks, bro. How old are you? 27. <laughs> yeah. Don't join the club, dude. I'm uh, to turn 25 this year. Yeah. Uh, well, shit, boys, I could do this all day, but yeah. I got to get boogie in here in a second. Gotta I got to hit a show. Yep. Shout out Lizzie Tunes. You want to give out any shout outs or drop any um, tags or anything like that? Uh, Instagram, YouTube. Instagram, Riley Madden, YouTube, Riley Madden. Um, want to shout out everyone else in the military with if you guys end up seeing this i love y'all um if you're going through any mental health stuff keep your chin up day by day one foot in front of the other um it all works out uh motto i live by from my platoon sergeant fuck it it'll buff it always does you know it, it always does <laughs> always works out or it could be worse dude me and my buddy always yep, say that it could be we're, worse. We're, we're, okay let me say it could be worse you say it's really not that bad. Exactly, yeah. It, just, it could be it's worse. It's got to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? It's all about perspective. But, but thanks for coming through. Yeah, bro. thanks for having Dude, me, guys. We'll do some more shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Comment, yeah. like, or dislike. Please subscribe. With comment. Keep the comments in the comments. Let yeah. them know what you guys want to see next. Pick yeah, that'd be vlog. sick if you guys would give us suggestions. Fucking you know, hate pointers, on me. I want to feel like, something. Talk Dude, talk come to my YouTube my channel shoes. if you want it, bro. Holy know. shit. Alright. Later, everyone. Fuck you, Dallas. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Woo! That was good. Boys. Yeah, that was really good, actually. Yes, sir. Dude, <clears throat> call me. Ooh. I went to go pee. Yeah. This thing fell out and almost went in the toilet. <laughs> it did, though. Who do you? It didn't. It didn't do it. What up, bro? What up, bro?